Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. Welcome <clears throat> to the Weird News Podcast. You make it weirder every time you do that. You know I, that? I was completely silent during the whole uh, theme song that time. Didn't sing, didn't do anything. I even stayed still. Well, you definitely never do anything. I don't know if you noticed that or not. You sat still? Yeah. I was over here just still. Look, just, I'm, a, I'm over here trying to stay awake. What's wrong with you? I'm very tired. I had a rough week. Uh, you have had a rough week, man. I had a rough the week. car exploded. No, that wasn't you. That was a movie you watched. Oh, okay. Yeah. I. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I... Uh, just tired. Wake up. I'm you know why? Because because you've got a review. Well, yeah, we got a review, but we're also get we're up for the podcast awards. Oh, that's right. We were going to talk about that first. If I just had something that told me what we're talking about. <laughs> if you follow the show notes, man, this will go so much smoother. I, know. I told you I'm tired. Well, my eyes up. are bugging out of my you've head. Got, what is that? Tea? That's that's the the nectar of the heavens. Oh, that's, it's coffee. No, it's, oh. it's uh, sun-kissed. Oh, sun-kissed. Yeah. Well, it, it's got caffeine, so you're okay. You'll be all right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you need to put some more of that, like in an IV or something. Orange drink. Anyway, we were discussing. So good. It's good for you, scientifically speaking. <laughs> we were discussing the podcast awards. It wouldn't have the word orange on it if it wasn't good for you. So anyway, we need everybody listening, everyone within the sound of our voice. If you haven't already voted, please go to podcastawards.com and vote for weird. Actually, it's nomination time. The voting, The voting is for people in the industry but we got to get nominated to get to the voting part they have to see that people care enough to want to have them voted i guess that's it but go to podcastawards.com register just takes a minute vote for weird in the adam curry uh people's choice uh section and in the comedy section for some reason yeah i don't know why but we're in the comedy section we must be funny because alex hogan she rated us five stars she she pulled out all the stops. She, she, wanted, she, she did not hold back. And Alex Hogan's name has been added to the uh, prize pool, by the way. If you I want bet. your name added to the prize pool, you know, it's easy. You can either nominate us and let us know that you nominated us. Aaron will lose your prize, but. <laughs> or you can review us on either iTunes or Facebook or both. Or you can do all three and get your name in the uh, prize pool three times. That's how Josh won twice. And he's going to get his prize, too. I just haven't had time to drop it off over there The one you lost. No, no, it's found. Okay. It's, it's, it's good. So, Josh, if I haven't gotten it to you by the time this airs. It's still lost. It's coming up. I mean, he's got it coming. <laughs> anyway, Alex Hogan said, I can listen to this all day. Funniest podcast out there. What we don't know is she's in solitary confinement somewhere. <laughs> That's not and true. Don't say that about Alex. And all they play is this podcast. <laughs> she, forced, she meant to say. Boy, oh, that would be punishment, wouldn't she's, it? <laughs> she, she meant to say, I'm forced to listen to this all day. <laughs> okay. Well, this is, uh, this is the uh, episode 193. I know. Seven, seven left. Seven episodes before the big 200. We've got some stuff planned for the big 200, too. Yeah, we're going to have a parade. We're going to have a you're party. Gonna be in, you're going to be in one of those Uncle Sam outfits with the stilts. There's going to be walking cake. Around. You, we're going to have one of those little balloon guys. The guy that you see on the side of the road that the fan blows, he wiggles all over the place. We're yes, one of those guys. we're going to have two of those. One yeah. on each side of the studio door. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're at the alternate studio again. This We haven't been to Lee Berry in, in a month. Well, it to be honest... Some of the staff choices. Front diva. Yeah. Front yeah. drama. Whatever we call her. Um, but she's famous. 
she kind of, yeah, you know. People recognize her. Yeah, yeah. One of our listen, one of our listeners, Kevin, walked up to her and said, hey. He said, hey. She looked startled when Kevin said that. Cause, <laughs> he, he said, who is front drama? Yeah. She said, well, first of all, she was, she stopped in her tracks because some guy comes up and goes, hey. I think that happens to her often. And, and. Uh, <laughs> I do it at Kroger every time I see her. Hey. Hey. And. Uh, Which is often. I see you and front drama at Kroger or Walmarts all the time. The Walmarts. Yeah. When you're all there, the time. When you're, when you're there getting your Vianney sausages. Oh, no. I get those at the Dollar General because they're two for a dollar. Two cans for a dollar. Not just two Vianney sausages. Um, Where are we going? Oh, movie reviews. It's, it's a Friday episode because this, this episode will be released on Friday. So this is the time that we traditionally do our movie reviews. Yes. And I have not watched any movies. No, you did. Well, I watched a movie from last year called Stronger about the Boston Marathon bombing. OK, I'll tell you what I took away from that movie. Are you ready? Before you give it a review. You better. OK. What? OK, you know. Uh, spoiler alert, he loses his legs, right? Well, that's in the pictures in the paper. Yeah, that's spoiler alert. Some really gnarly looking pictures of that guy oh, in, boy. in the news. Yeah. But anyway, it, at the end of the movie, they show real photographs of him and his, his wife and, and their baby, uh-huh. right? And I noticed on uh, one of the shots, he's shorter than her by like half an inch. Well, he can adjust that by the you know, prosthetics. I, I was t- wondering I about that. How over to my decide? daughter. I leaned over to my daughter and I said it. If I lost my legs, I'd come out of that hospital seven feet tall. Yeah, but you'd look awkward more so than I usual. Wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, they I'm sure they proportion it to the length of your from your knee up Not to your me, buddy. thigh or I'm gaining I'm gaining a foot. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be six seven coming out of that hospital. So the sad thing is they've already gotten a divorce. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's gonna work out that PS PTSD. Well, the sad thing is that how did that, you find that out? I looked it up on the web. Oh, it's man. on the internet. That's it's true. crushing. But the, but the thing here's the here's the sad thing. Was it all for nothing? Because he was <laughs> That's there. Right. He, was he lost there, his legs for her. For her because he was there to see her. Right. Because as she was crossing and, the and line. The reason, I, the reason I say it that way is because he he truly was only there because he wanted to show up, show up and yeah. support her. Yeah. And he showed up at the marathon. He wouldn't have been there. There was like a Mets game that day. No, uh, Sox. The, yeah, yeah. They're the, big Sox fans. He was, yeah. he was a Sox fan. Go Sox. That's Go what Sox. he said. Go Sox. Yeah. And um, he, um, he wouldn't have been there. Yeah. And so he went there, unfortunately got his legs obliterated. <laughs> yeah. Is that a word? Yeah, that is a word. Uh, <laughs> obliterated. And then uh, and then they end up, he gets the girl and then he loses her again. So I'm thinking, hey, you owe me a couple legs. Yeah. Because this is like... And she she was she was sweet and, and I thought they were well at least the movie in the movie was cute. they were she, yeah. and she, she looks kind of like the yeah she, looks, good she looks kind of like the the yeah but he looks was. a lot like Donnie Darko I noticed <laughs> I wonder why <laughs> I, I love him have you ever seen uh, um, uh, Gyllenhaal and um, um, I've just lost him. Prince of Persia <laughs> Prince of Persia I have not I think it's a sorely underrated movie really based on a video game but it it. Is it action packed? It's a good movie, partially because he's so good. Okay, and the effects were fun, and and I'm sure someone's going to give me their opinion on email this week about it. But I found it to be surprising. It was like John Carter. Did you ever watch John Carter? Yeah, got, got pan yeah. pan. It's the same guy that wrote the Tarzan books. I can't remember his name is, but it got it was a big flop for Disney. Yeah, but I liked it, and I thought it was a fantastic. Yeah, movie. I liked that movie. Okay, so what do you what do you give it? So how many prosthetics? I, I'm, I'm going to give it. <laughs> I'll probably give it four stumps. <laughs> <laughs> four out of five stumps? Yeah. Okay. It was a good movie. Well, maybe three and a half. 
Okay. It yeah. Was, it, it was a very touching movie. It was. It, it really was a touching movie. The guy seems like he's a really nice stand-up guy. Seems like he's a really good guy. Um, no pun intended. Oh my gosh! I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I did not mean to say that. Um, but he. Um, we're going to hate mail off of that. I know. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. It was an honest mistake. I told you I'm tired. You are tired. Okay. I've seen two movies. I, I saw Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary I want, about I want to see that. Mr. Rogers. I recommend everybody. And the thing is, I think by the time Won't this- Won't you see my movie? <laughs> I think by the time this episode's released, it'll probably be gone from the theaters. Right. I want to see it. I'll but see it, it. It'll be out- Soon, everybody. It's not, it's not like the movie you need to see on the big screen. I mean, you can see it at home. True. And enjoy it. Yeah, it's a documentary, so you can see it anywhere. Except for if Michael Bay had made it. Oh yeah, you'd have to see it. Yeah, because screen. at some point, <laughs> then the tr- the rumors would have been true that he would have been a sniper. At some point, King Friday would have exploded. <laughs> you talking about King Friday no, the thirteenth? Yeah, yeah. The um the trolley. <laughs> would have derailed and exploded if it was a Michael Bay. But what a fun documentary. And tearjerker, too. Lori cried near the end. But That was because she was next to you. It was so, I don't know. It was just, it was motivational, you know. Well, he was, he, was a, he was a hero. He was an awesome guy. But his puppets freaked me out. You know, a lot of people talk about those. A lot of Especially people talk about those. Uh, uh, Fairchild. What was her name? Lady Fairchild? Fairchild, yeah. yeah. It was based on his auntie. Spoiler his auntie. alert. Yeah, his auntie. Uh, and then I went to see with Lori again, skyscraper. We were going to see it. And as I told you earlier in the band meeting, um, we were going to see it and we're movie pass members, but movie pass is, you know, jacking around with their rules now. Yeah. They're messing with us. And when they seem, when they deem it's necessary, they will now try to charge you, um, uh, what, what, like an Uber surge, a search, a surge, a, yeah. no, sir. It's called surge, <laughs> surge, surge pricing, um, surge pricing. And they will tack on like $4 and 20 cents or something to the movie. That's ridiculous. So even though you're getting in, you're, you're paying $10 a month. If you go see one surge movie, now your bill is 1450 or 1420 or whatever. And you know, some would say, well, that's still a great deal, but it's not the way we signed up. No. But they're hemorrhaging out money so fast. Oh, yeah. They're, they're they got to do something. So, and that's why Lori and I, we're going every chance we get now, now because we, had, we don't know if it's going to crash and burn. Well, or, if we had AMC theaters around here, it might be worth their doing their own for 20 bucks. 20 bucks a month. But yeah. you can see three movies a week, which is still more than I would see, and it includes IMAX and 3D. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what it's supposed to include. It's pretty but fancy. But the, the closest one's an hour and 15 minutes from here, probably. I think we see about three movies. Oh, anyway, I didn't. I didn't rate. Uh, Won't you be my neighbor? I, I'm going to give. Won't you be my neighbor? Uh, How many trolleys? I'm going to give it five out of five trolleys. Oh, nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it that much. Or sweaters. Uh, and skyscraper was fun. Um, I will give skyscraper three out of five. Uh, I'll go with prosthetics. Go prosthetic because the, the, the hero the, in that movie is legless. Yeah, and there's already some snowflake out there making a big deal about him being uh, uh, that that he's playing a, an amputee or something and. They're not using people that are something about. Well, he's the rock. Well, but they're, they're, they're someone's trying to make a deal out of the fact that they're not giving equal opportunity to people that are actually amputee. You know, to, I'm thinking, are there a lot of actors with that? People aren't chopping their legs <laughs> you know, off. You say movies. that. I, I produce a show called High Sobriety, right? For addiction campuses, the host is John Mabry. He lost his leg in an auto accident, but he went to Hollywood. He was actually in Superbad, right? As the one-legged guy. So he's the only guy I can name. Yeah, he's probably the only guy I can name, but, too. But it's not like, it's like uh, someone responded back when I read that. They responded back with, well, I'm a police officer, and I'm offended that people pretend to be police officers. <laughs> yeah. It was just ridiculous. That Bruce Willis is full of crap, man. He's not a cop. No, he's so an I wanna actor. see. I want to see uh, Skyscraper just because of the, and we talked about the, did we talk about the, how the internet delivered once they showed that 
the the original artwork was him jumping from a crane yes towards the building oh immediately reddit or 4chan whoever they were all of them started chiming in uh mocking up the graphic with <laughs> calculations of how many ways he was going to die <laughs> because there's no way he was going to either hit the building he wasn't going to break yeah, through the building it's an impossible jump although the window was busted already he was going through an open window there were so many things his calculate like things that we couldn't yeah, even no wrap way. our brain around they were doing major calculations and you could tell as the jump in the movie as it's happening that there's no way on earth that could, it's even possible i saw clark do it on smallville well, that he was Superman. Superman. Yeah, he could do it. That is possible. Yeah, he did do it. Yeah. And that was real. Speaking of Superman, we got this now. We got. Hey, everybody, it's music time. It's game time. It's time for Stump the Chump. And you know what we got to give away tonight? I think it's our very last pop solo. I had a box of these the things and we've gone through them. Yeah, it's it's a uh, karaoke mic. Connects to your iPhone. You you put it. It's got a little iPhone holder. Shows the lyrics. You download the app, and it's a lot of fun at parties. A lot of fun just by yourself, Craig. I sit around and sing all the time. So. I don't. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna play uh, a cover song from the '80s. Craig here has 20 seconds to guess the title, not the band, which he's done in the past. He's got to guess the title. And if he fails to guess this title, we're going to give away uh, this pop solo. Our last, I think it's our last one. I may have a one or two more, but I think this is the very last one. So, Craig, I ask you, sir. Are you, are you listening to me? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you paying good attention? Because here we go. Here's the song. You ready? Yes. Okay. You got 20 seconds. Does it get your motor running? Could uh, be, but it's not. No, it's not. Could have been. Hell no. Born to be wild is what I was trying to think of. No, it's not. Oh, it's the Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> you got the band again. <laughs> I, I didn't have time to think of what the song was. This is a band called Mystic Fix. And they're covering Ario Speedwagon's Keep On Loving You. So I had to go through the lyrics in my head to remember what the song was. Yeah, that's that's how I get you every time. Yeah, because I can't. I, I have to sing the song in my head. I can't do it with that playing. I wonder if I wonder if Randall knows Mystic Fix. He knows all these bands. Okay, I'm going to turn it down now. Are you going to open up uh, Siri? Because I'm going to bring up the prize pool. Let's hope she talks today. Sometimes she doesn't talk out loud. We've added a lot of names to the prize pool, by the way. We're up to, let's see. You're going to have to ask for uh, 1 through 78. And our prize pool, by the way, reaches 93 now, but all those below 78 have already won. So 1 through 78 is about to win a Pop Solo karaoke microphone. As soon as we get uh, Siri woken up. 1 through what? 1 through 78. Give me a number between 1 and 78. It's 13. Number 13 going way back. Loud, loud and clear. Yes, he, he doesn't need it. Our buddy Brandon. Brandon Flake has won. He doesn't He's got real microphones. He's got real, he can do his own karaoke. He's got microphones and amplifiers. Not like this, though. And but he I also has kids. You know what, though? What? I, I, I can see him on stage using this. Oh, well, congratulations, Brandon. I'm so glad you uh, you won this, and it'll be. I don't even think I need to get your address. I think I've got it already. Friend of ours from Oklahoma. I could have dropped it off last you week. You could have. No, nah, not really. They're too, 
Oh, he's about two hours away from where I was. Brandon Frazier. What a guy. What a super guy. Amazing musician. Love that guy, yes. Amazing voice. So you're getting it. You're getting our last pop solo, Brandon. And right now, I'm going to take- I got uh, kind of sad there for me. I thought you were saying you're getting our last pop sickle, Brandon. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> I mean, we love him. But we're not going to yeah. give him that. He ain't getting that for nothing. Okay. All right. Yeah, His okay. name has been removed from the eligible list and scooted on down to the- Already one list. So, Craig, here we are 16 minutes into the podcast, and we're just now getting to Top Story. Save My Ink Forever allows families to keep tattooed skin. Oh, that's weird. Of loved ones after death. This comes from our good friend and personal promoter and marketer. Yes. Cassandra. Thanks, Cass. I get uh, to call her Cass now. No, you don't. She didn't say, oh, you, darn she it. Didn't say you could call her that. Cassandra. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, only the inner inner circle gets to call her that. I know, and we talked for like two hours, and but no, she said you, need you to could. Add about 30. I said Craig yeah. calls you Cass. You know, thinking she said, yeah, you can do that, but no, what she said was Craig can. Yeah, I got thir- <laughs> I got thirty plus years in, under my belt here. I can. <laughs> That's not fair, man. If you're nice to her, maybe she'll let you. I don't know. Anyway, you know, she can call me Aaron. I usually call her Cassandra, but sometimes if I get lazy, I say, can she call you A? N- yeah. Or about R? R Rio Speed. Hey, what if we get Kevin Cronin on for our 200th episode? Not the way we've badmouthed him the whole time. <laughs> You're the so one. Do, does the retirement center let him out? <laughs> I showed my mom that picture I, I sent you. She smacked you. You didn't wake up until <laughs> no, like. She says he does kind of look like me. <laughs> and then she wouldn't shut up on. She, she wouldn't <laughs> shut up and take it on the run for the rest of the <laughs> no, afternoon. She wouldn't. But she's going to keep on loving me. But what she said was, I'm trying to get my hair to do that. <laughs> oh, wow. She just needs to talk to Kev. <laughs> I can, well, Kevin, you know, honestly, crazy. Kevin for me, probably Kev for you, because you've known him for so long. I have. I've known him for a long anyway, time. Anyway, save my ink forever, the disgusting story I'm about to share with you. Many of us keep mementos of loved ones who've died from letters they wrote to jewelry with sentimental meaning. And this, I, is, this is bizarre. Because and I think this is enough. Those two things are enough to keep. The thing is, we, we've had some creepy death stories on the last few episodes. You know, At least that? the last two. Yeah. So, but given the chance, yeah. would you opt to keep a tattoo from someone after they've passed away. Nope. I'm not talking about a picture. I'm not talking no, about an imprint. I'm talking about ink. the skin. <laughs> a team of funeral directors have launched a business allowing family mem- members members to keep the tattooed skin of the deceased and display it as art. Oh, my gosh. This is like leather-faced Texas oh, chainsaw weird. mask. You hang it on the wall in a frame. Hang it on the wall, baby. <laughs> Since launching last year, Save My Ink Forever has had hundreds of customers in the U.S. and is now hoping to extend its client base overseas. The business is ran by uh, Kyle Sherwood, along with his father, Mike, and another friend who's also a funeral embalmer. Those old Sherwoods. You know these guys have got nothing to do but just think up weird ideas. They got a forest out behind their house called the Sherwood Forest. <clears throat> that's where he that's where he digs up the bodies. Hey, we got a tattoo here. Yeah. The the trio came up with the idea after a casual chat with friends in the funeral business about po- uh, post-death keepsakes. As many in the group have tattoos, the topic came up naturally in conversation. I just that's a funny thought to me putting together funeral directors and embalmers and thinking of them being rebels with tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Well, my pops has a tattoo. I, it's not that it's hard to believe. I just those two things together. I, oh, just, I wonder if they're so stoic all the time and so serious. He'd probably leave it to Alan. The tattoo? Yeah. He could probably let Alan keep it. Probably. No, I'm saying you should probably just let Alan keep it. <laughs> uh, 
All like, <clears throat> I'm going to talk like a funeral director. All of our tattoos have deep meaning, meaning enough to put it on ourselves for life to proudly display. Kyle told the Huffington Post UK, because he think he would be really creepy. Right? Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of the same voice I used when we were discussing the extreme embalming. Okay, okay. Yeah. Are so, we going to do that? Are we going to keep our pact? No. We haven't, we, ta- ma- we haven't actually made the pact. Well, I came up with this idea that Craig and I mm-hmm. would be, whoever died first would be extreme embalmed, and the other one would have to make a pact, like now, that they'd be part of the display right. with the microphones. So maybe like one guy's dead, one guy's alive, yeah. and you'll just carry on like you're recording the podcast. Exactly. And, and, and laugh and do that. And I'll just sit there looking stupid like I always do, because I'll be dead. And how do you know you're going first? What if I die first? Have you seen me lately? But you don't know how to use the, the soundboard. I don't know how to use an iPad. <laughs> this is soundboard. <clears throat> Let me go back to the funeral guy. I'm sorry. So we thought, well, it happened. What happens when you die? Why not like Emo Phillips? These <laughs> you works, sound like a stoned Emo yeah, Phillips. These works of art uh, that meant so much to the individual and the family are gone forever. Yeah. They are either buried or cremated, never to be seen again. You had a little bit of E in there when you said that to be buried. <laughs> you sound a little bit like E. Yeah. Let's not get him started. The men began to think of ways they could allow these works of art to live on, in quotes, and soon Save My Ink Forever, or Smith as I call it, (laughs) was born. Smith. Kyle said he can't share how the team preserves tattoos. They pickle it. Yeah, how, what do you mean can't they share? Just, what is it, some secret? They just stared at pictures of Keith Richards for a while. They figured it out. <laughs> Kyle said he can't share how the team preserves tattooed skin because it's the company's little secret oh please but he recommends families wishing to use the service should inform their funeral director within 48 hours of the individual's death so i've got a cousin that has a spongebob on his arm i don't okay (laughs) he got it in florida too does he live in a pineapple (laughs) no he doesn't he doesn't live under the sea at all the funeral director there's more. The funeral director usually then contacts the business directly to arrange for the removal of the tattooed skin before the funeral takes place. After the removal of the tattoo, we then work on the preservation. So Kyle what do they do? explained. What are they like run it through Photoshop? <laughs> I'm about and- to tell you, but he's not gonna tell you much. The preservation process takes roughly a month and a half. The preserved skin art is then placed in a frame with UV protective glass. Oh, won't get sunburned. The tattoo is then shipped back to the family. The whole process takes roughly two months for the family to receive the final creepy piece. So is it actually skin or do they like extract no, the ink? No, the picture I saw looked like they took an X-Acto knife and... <laughs> <laughs> Just cut somebody's skin so off. You, so how, okay, that's creepy if it's just a small one on an arm. Yeah. Imagine like somebody like Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers has that entire back tattoo of that totem oh, you need pole a big frame. Aztec bird or whatever. Yeah. No, no. Forget the frame. Just now you're looking at a bear rug sized, <laughs> bear skin so rug sized. <laughs> this heck? is crazy. What was that? Uh, somebody's at the loading dock. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We got a camera out there, don't we? Yeah, I'm going to check. I'm not buzzing anybody in today. I find them. Sometimes the uh, the bugs will set that thing off, though. Oh, okay. I didn't know it gave you a warning with something across that path. Yeah, I'm thinking a bug set it off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got tight tight security at the annex. Yeah. That's yeah, we nice. Don't, we don't play. Okay. We don't play. 
All right. Headline is North Carolina magician charged after man says he was run over in Zaxby's drive through. That's not funny. You know why? Why? Because I like Zaxby's. No, Zaxby's is good. If I'm, walk, if I'm walking in to get some Zaxby's. Yeah. You don't want to be run over. <laughs> I most likely don't want to be run over anyway. Now, if I was walking in to get a crystal, hey, you maybe run me over. <laughs> and it might be, it might be, you know, explained because most people at Crystal are, you know, you never know. You never know what they're if they're inebriated or if they were on a, they're on a dare. This comes to us from Myrtle Beach, actually, South Carolina. I, actually, we both like Crystal. Though, right? I really do. Yeah, Crystal. I could eat like a dozen because we work there and we yes, and we, we, did. we were teenagers. We worked there and we know how they made it. Yeah, and, and it's it, so good. And, and it was nothing weird about the the food yeah. other than the fact that the meat came in a small pack like saltines, <laughs> like crackers, like crackers. <laughs> but other than that. Okay, so to the story, a magician couldn't escape from the law. See what they did after a hit and run in North Myrtle Beach Zaxby's parking lot. Jeffrey Xavier Hartso, of course, North Carolina. Three names. Of course. Of Krause. Of Krause, North Carolina. Krause. Was booked into the J. Reuben Long Detention Center. Well, I don't trust J. Reuben Long. He's used three. three names. That's right. After on uh, July 9th for reported assault that happened in January. According to the police report, a man called uh, the police after he says his foot was run over. And no, it says, wait, wait, this is funny how it's, it's worded. Okay. A man called North Myrtle Beach Police. Why would you call him that? <laughs> After he says his foot was run over <laughs> and he was pinned in his car at the Zaxby's drive-thru. The man told police he and his family were trying to go through the drive-thru when his infant child started crying because he had dropped his bottle. So the man got out of the car into the back seat and picked up the bottle from the floor. That's when, he said in the report, a black Chevy Impala pulled up behind them and started yelling. Impala, Impala, The Chevy was yelling? I've had... I, I, I did a yeah. throwback there. Yeah, but I've heard Chevys make some crappy noises before, but I've never heard one yell. Hitting, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Hitting the back driver's <laughs> side. I've, well, I have heard Chevys do that. Hitting the driver's side door and pinning the man inside the car. He told the police that his foot was run over, but he denied any medical treatment. <laughs> the father noticed that the Chevy had a distinctive licensed North Carolina plate before it drove off. It said magical. <laughs> Makes me think of that TV show, The uh, Arrested Development. Later, police were told that the driver I mean, of the Chevy. I, I tried to watch that show, and I didn't get into it. Oh, I really like it. Everybody loves it. I, I really like I it. I think because uh, Savannah. Yeah. The middle kid. Yeah. She was trying to force me, and I said, I'm not in the mood to watch something funny right now. Well, you need to and give it another shot. she was trying to force me to watch it. And give I was it another like, shot, man. Don't give it a, get, get away now. Get, <laughs> Later, get away. police were told that the driver of the Chevy, identified as a local magician who goes by the name Xavier Harso, had filed a claim with his insurance company saying that he was the victim of a hit and run. Oh, so he's he's turning the tables here. He's a magician. Yeah, he can do that. After, Slide of hand. They didn't see it happen either. After police got in touch with the insurance company and saw photos of the damage, which showed that the damage and paint transfer coordinated to the family side of the story, a warrant was issued for Harso's arrest. But they locked him up and he just kept escaping. Well, he just threw that bomb down, that little smoke bomb. <laughs> he was gone. How does he keep doing that? He was arrested on July 9th near the Dublin. I'll get you, Xavier Hot Soul. Winery after someone saw his car with the magical plate and it came back with the warrant. Hot Soul I think is- he magically changed that plate. <laughs> So is still incarcerated on charges of malicious injury and assault and battery, first degree. You know, talking about fast food, this is uh, really random, but the uh, we, we went to Captain D's yesterday. Man, you've been going there a lot. Did you get no, the... Uh, no, wait. Don't tell me no, no. No, 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 no wait. <laughs> doesn't have a happy ending. Oh, no. So, uh, Glenna, who we don't speak of... 
Hang on. Grand, gotta, gotta play this. Random story. So, so Glenna, who we don't speak of on the show, we, we were like, we're we gonna go eat snake poker. He, he was he was uh, off doing something. Really? You know, so caterpillar. Yeah, and um, so we were like, oh, let's go. We haven't been to Captain D's. Let's go there. I mean, I've been there, but she hadn't been there yet. To the, oh, okay. To, to the new one. Okay. Walk up to the door. I swear as I sit here, this is the truth. Yeah. Has a sign on the door. We're sorry. We're out of tartar sauce. <laughs> that cannot. In the list, there's a list of things that shouldn't happen, and then there's a list of things that cannot happen. Yeah. Now, That's I, on the list of things that cannot happen. I will not eat Captain D's without tartar sauce. And they're walking distance to two different grocery stores. I mean, here, I mean the thing is. That's as bad. I, w- I went into a Jersey Mike's one time, and the guy said, sorry, we're out of bread. Wow. You're a sandwich shop. How you do you run, run out, out of bread? bread? What happened? Did the, the whole stadium of people just drop by, and they weren't expecting it? Bad management, I guess. But 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 so so we turned around, and we- Turn we, we, around. We, 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 <laughs> Every now and then, I need a little tartar sauce. <laughs> and it ain't coming round. <laughs> Turn around. So, um, so we went to the Mexican joint. Right across the street. Oh, the, the best one here in our little town. I didn't have a good experience there. No, not the new one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah, good one. The, yeah. The good one. Yeah. So uh, Owned by the same people. Yeah. But we went there, and they, they've changed out of new booths and everything. They oh, is it fancy oh, Anyway, now. we're supposed to be telling stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's your turn. Anyway, I just wanted to bring up the fact that I was wronged. Did you call the captain? I was wronged by the captain. <laughs> captain? Hey, captain. <laughs> hey, captain. Where's your tata sauce, captain? Like 10 minutes before I realized I was talking to Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to D's. Which one? D's. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ontario woman accidentally steals car for two weeks, mistaking it for a rental. <laughs> when Constable Tommy McKay. Did we know a Tommy McKay? I don't know, but this sounds like something you'd make up. Got no, the, I didn't steal that car. Yeah, I thought yeah. I rented it. I rented that. <laughs> when he got the call that a woman had tried to return a stolen car to an Ontario rental car company, he knew he wasn't dealing with a normal case. My initial thought. Wait, this is Ontario. My initial thought, eh? <laughs> I'm going to have to find out where she got this vehicle from, eh? Or my God, how am I going to put cuffs on this elderly female, eh? Beauty. <clears throat> Don't it coming. The Cornwall Community Police Service officer told, as it happens, Cornwall. guest Rosemary Barden. You could just eat through that wall. Yeah. Made of corn. The saga... Or saga. Yeah, it's a saga. Say, the saga began in late June when a woman rented a black Nissan Sentra from Enterprise Rent-A-Car Company in Cornwall, Ontario, about an hour west of Montreal. Don't you know? Don't you know? After renting the car, McKay said the woman drove three or four minutes to the local Walmart where she did some grocery shopping. Shortly thereafter, she exited, walked all over to the area where she'd parked her vehicle, saw a shiny black vehicle, hopped into it and drove away. <laughs> She said. It's a mistake anybody can make. (laughs) That's right. I mean, the key just happened to fit. Isn't that weird? It turns out the car she thought was her rental vehicle was actually a 2015 Black Infinity QX. Oh, she upgraded. (laughs) She did. (laughs) A hatchback, not the sedan she had originally rented. Both cars use a key fob, which doesn't require a key to start the car. Not true. The owner, uh, not a physical key. Right. But it still has to be programmed. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The owner of the stolen infinity, an elderly man, had accidentally left his key. Oh, okay. That explains it. But he means he didn't lock the door because it won't let you lock the door. No, it'll beep at you. At least mine does. He's like, quit beeping at me. (laughs) What do you want? I'll be right back. Uh, This allowed the woman to drive off completely unaware that it wasn't her rental. She drove around and did her daily business. I don't want to know about that. (laughs) Did her daily business, eh? In the stolen vehicle. She must have gone to that restaurant. (laughs) She must have. (laughs) What you call it? For two weeks, eh? 
Uh, McKay said, it was the manager at the rental car company who finally pieced together what had happened. At first, he tried to tell her the company didn't even rent that model, but she was having none of it. She was upset because the ashtray was dirty. <laughs> there were papers in the glove box, and there were golf clubs in the back. You think she would have noticed it when she got out of it? It wasn't that I way. I just rented this car. Well, what is you, going when on? When she got out and went to the store and came back, and it was that way, don't you think that would have been the clue? <laughs> she thought she thought the company had rented it to somebody else while she was, while in, the she was store. in the store. They just needed it to run a couple of errands. And she was and she was giving the manager the business on renting her a dirty vehicle. Kipping eh? business. McKay said, none of this tipped her off until the manager drove with her over to the Walmart parking lot where the Nissan she had rented was still parked. That's when the manager <laughs> called the police. Okay, this is it. If this was a legitimate, stupid move, yeah. how would you handle that legally? I mean, she did technically steal it, but she but got she, it. It was an accident, though. But it was an accident. Yeah. But you would have... She's putting miles on it this would, man's it, car. It would be uh, the burden of proof would be on her. Yeah, that she didn't do it. I would take her to court. You, <laughs> you're just. I'll like, see you in court. <laughs> you're just like that. <laughs> oh, good. This next story, we get to play a, a, a seldom used theme song. You ready? Yeah. Headline is, Kim Jong-un blew off Mike Pompeo to visit a potato farm. So if Mike Pompeo is going to visit and you've already got a plan to visit a potato farm, which one would you choose, Craig? Um, I, I think I'd visit with Mike. He likes everything. Maybe if I go to a potato farm, though, I'll get coupons for free potatoes, oh, eh? Maybe get a baker while we you're could there. Go, we could go to one of the french fry trees. Or the, hash, or the, or the hash brown trees. We could oh. go one of those where they pick the, the wedgie fries <laughs> or the or the or one of those spiraling trees that does the spiral fries. I don't like spiral fries. I don't like those. Curly fries. They're nasty. Okay, when Secretary of State Mike Pompeo visited Pinyong last weekend. No, it's Pinyong. He was supposed to have a one-on-one meeting with Kim Jong-un. Mm. But the North <laughs> Korean leader never showed up during Pompeo's three-day visit. His top deputy, who took the meeting in Kim's absence, said his boss was out of town without revealing what was more important than a sit-down with the top U.S. diplomat. Turns out, potatoes are more important. You know what? I think they really are. I love a good baked potato. I love a good any kind of potato. Me too, except for those curly ones. I don't like those. You know, I don't like about the curly ones. I don't care. I like the curly ones. I don't care for the curly ones that have the that Arby's, the orangey color that's got yeah, the, the seasoning. Yeah, the spicier kind of seasoning. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like curly fries, period. They're just, they're not right. You think they're unnatural? Yes. Although potatoes are like, round. Like, like french fries are natural. <laughs> yeah, french fries are natural. They're cut that way. On Tuesday, North Korean state media published several several reports about several, Kim, several. Several, several reports about Kim's visit to a rural near, area near the Chinese border where he provided field guidance to potato farmers. If Kim Jong-un is coming to provide you any kind of guidance, beware. I wouldn't want him to visit. Do me. it just like he shows you. <laughs> exactly like he shows you. Speaking of that, have you seen the movie? The the, uh, the, interview, uh, the interview? No, not the interview. It's the one with uh, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Hmm. The uh, Borat? Not Borat. No, it's another one he did. I don't really watch his movies. No, though. they're bad. I've never. All of his movies why crossed bring, the line. Why are you bringing this up on a family podcast? Uh, it's a. Uh, it's not the diplomat. It's. I was trying to come up with a name. I know. I think I know the one. I mean, what about it? Uh, he he was a lot like Kim Jong Un in that movie. We're just killing people left and right. But anyway, that was a great story. Thank <laughs> you so much from the bottom of our hearts. That These reports it. go into great details about Kim's visit to uh, the potato farm and a factory where processed potato products are produced. That's why he went. 
he was going to have some produced no, potato he, product. He's a processed potato. Meanwhile, back in Pyongyang, the meetings <clears throat> between again, it's Pyongyang between Pompeo and representatives of Kim's government were a disaster. Despite the secretary's attempt to put on a positive spin of the visit, that guy couldn't spin. As soon as he oh, was the out secretary. of the yeah, as soon as he was, he was out of the country, North Korea criticized his unilateral and gangster-like demands and called for the talk. Uh, called the talks regrettable. Kim. Meanwhile, appears to have had a great time inspecting spuds. That's really no surprise. <laughs> hey, boa constrictor. Oh, we playing. Watch out. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the snake. Hey, you want to see my snake pictures I took at the zoo again? I do not. I, do, I have to leave. What? Yeah, I snake. I don't want pictures oh, of snakes man. on my phone or anywhere else. What about on a plane? No, snakes nowhere. Would you like them on a train? <laughs> I would not like them, Craig. I am. <laughs> Would you like them with Charmaine? No. Would you like them when it rains? No. Especially, I don't want one falling on me while I'm asleep. I'll tell you that. Would you like it when you play a game? Well, it depends. If, if I'm playing Snake. Remember that game? No. Yes. Yes. But, yes. I remember yes. that thing. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yes, I've Bo- been ready. Boa Constrictor falls on New York man sleeping in bed. Oh, the Boa Constrictor was sleeping in bed or the man was? It's, a, it's the confusing. Man, the, be- the, the snake was sleeping in the bed and he fell on a man oh, that okay. was underneath the bed. All right, go ahead. No, I, My bad. Something like that. Okay. A New York man admittedly panicked. Admittedly. Well, wouldn't you? Oh, I wouldn't be ashamed to say it. <laughs> Authority said, called police last month after a large snake fell from the ceiling and landed into his bed. Oh, my gosh. That's slept. a nightmare. Officers from the State Department. Department of Environmental Conservation responded to the call in the village of Pulaski, Oswego County. Pulaski. Oswego. Oswego. Hey, man, it's Oswego. Hey, did you see uh, where Oswego? Oswego, Pulaski, Oswego. <laughs> I'm looking for Oswego. Where's Oswego? Uh, the call. You want me to go back to the snake story? Yeah. The call came in that the snake fell from an apartment above the man's bedroom, the DEC said Wednesday. Well, how did it get through the floor? Uh, let me let me get to it. Good grief, man. And this was no small snake. After a brief investigation, the officer determined the six-foot-long red-tailed boa constrictor had escaped its enclosure in the apartment above and entered the ceiling. Wow. The, the DEC said, then it fell through the roof. <laughs> Just like that. The snake is legal. You think it went, ah! Well, yeah, maybe it was an apartment slum in New York. It may be. The man, I'm sorry, the man, the snake is legal to possess in New York, so it was reunited, and it felt so good (laughs) with its owner, but not before it makes its nightmarish entrance into the apartment below it. Owning snakes should be illegal. Killing snakes should be legal. We're we're backwards. I mean, again, we talked about this. They, they, they... They, hundreds of babies. That's crazy. Whenever they, whenever they give birth, it's like they're all over the place. And they're evil. They're evil. They're, oh, they're so evil. Snakes. And they're not evil can evil. In Florida, By the way, Travis Pastranas broke all of evil's records in one night. I saw the videos. That yeah, was amazing. I watched it live. Well, I just watched the videos on YouTube. It was amazing. I mean, without even a, a wobble. But here's the thing. if You know, all, of all the stunts he's done, those three were his tamest. Yeah, he's jumped out know. of an his, airplane his most, without a parachute. But his most infamous was those stinking Caesar's Palace. Oh, that's true. That's fountains. true. But, but Taravis made it look so easy. Taravis? Taravis. But he jumped from the opposite end. He jumped from Evil's landing end. That's what it, that's what Evil did wrong. Well, he, he couldn't he, jump he, from he Evil's end because they've built buildings there now. Hmm. Vegas. Hmm. Advantage? Vegas. I don't know. Headline is Miami man with no arms charged with stabbing Chicago tourist. Quote, but officer, I couldn't have done it. I'm unarmed. 
uh, almost. You know, this 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 headline or this story yeah. sort of insinuates that it's it's unique because this guy has no arms. He therefore should not be able to stab anybody. Well, he's unarmed. He's got what le- he stab he's got with? legs. He put. Hey, dude, I can use my toes like 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 a hand. Are you saying he's got legs? He knows his house to use it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A homeless Florida man with no arms has been charged, so he's homeless and armless, has been charged Correct. with stabbing a Chicago tourist. Miami uh, Miami Beach police say 46-year-old Jonathan Crenshaw held a pair of scissors with his feet and stabbed 22-year-old Cesar Coronado just after midnight Tuesday. The Miami Herald reports that Crenshaw is a popular fixture in the area, known for painting on canvases along with a trendy spot in South Beach, or along a trendy spot in South Beach. According to the arrest report... What was that? Did you just belt into the microphone? I did not. I had to swallow. According to arrest report, Crenshaw says he was lying down when Coronado approached him and kicked him in the head. That deserves a stabbing, actually. If you kick an unarmed man in the head... You deserve to get knifed. Yeah. Police say Crenshaw stabbed Coronado twice and fled the scene. A friend who was traveling with Coronado said they asked Crenshaw simply for directions when he suddenly jumped up and stabbed Coronado in his arm. He was taken to the hospital. So we know what happened in America because he was taken to the hospital and not just taken Why to hospital. Why do people hospital. always flee the scene? Why don't they paint a picture of the scene? Why don't they <laughs> tell a story about the scene? Well, if you're at the flea market, I can understand. Why don't they just take in the scene? Yeah. Why do you have to flee it? Just Why can't that. you just enjoy the scene? Live every moment. That's what I say. Yeah, that's and my motto. Get, and then get the heck out of there. Yeah, then flee. Right. I like uh, I like flea. I'm not a big fan of the chili peppers, oh, per se, awesome. but flea. He's there. a good actor. He's a great bass player. The guy's, the you guy's, know, he's a guitarist is what he is. He didn't want to play bass. They said, you're playing bass, mister. But he, he's an intricate part of that whole band. You know, I've talked about Chili Pepper. I just don't like them. I don't like that sound. They've never done a song that I like. The, the remake of Roller Coaster was good, but not as good as the original. You're getting in the way. You're getting in the way now. <laughs> Somebody gave me a CD one time. I just give it away, give it away, give it away is what I did. <laughs> give them away now. Man with the world's longest fingernails cuts them off after 66 years. Now, you tell me how this guy is not. Have you seen the nasty yeah, things? They're disgusting. I remember in uh, the Guinness World. Yeah, we used we to were, stare we at that kids. picture. Yes. It's like, or, how, uh, how does he open a door? Ripley's Believe It or Not. But here, here's the other thing. Yeah. How has he not repeatedly ripped them off uh, down to the. He used to walk around with bags, like velvet bags on his hands that dra- drug the floor. Well, I mean, I'm sure this is probably even a different guy than what we. No, saw. it's him. It's him. It's, it's the Either guy. way. Yeah. Why? Disgusting. Disgusting. Do you think now he didn't know how to use his hands? I bet he does. His doesn't. hand probably feels... He's probably got such strength in that <laughs> he arm He walks now. around with both arms up. He's, like, <laughs> he's, just, he's like Ricky he's like Bobby. I don't putting, know what to do with my hands. Putting his hands through doors and windows. He doesn't... He has no... He can't control the strength. <laughs> he's been so used to hang, you know, having all that weight hanging off of. Anyway, uh, the man with the world's longest fingernails has finally cut them off. Sridhar Chilal of... That's easy of, for you to say. Yeah. Of... I guess Pune, maybe India. Pune. Pune. Or Pune. P- I'm not sure if it's Pune. Somebody out there in India, let us know. Is it P-U-N-E? Pune. Is it Pune? Pune. Pune. Where is it Pune uh, in the spirit of Aaron? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Just because I'm losing weight. He started to let the in height. He started to let his fingernails on his left hand grow. I'm left-handed. I couldn't do that. Are you left-handed? Uh, I'm kind of ambidextrous. I, 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 can, I actually... Man, I give my left hand to be ambidextrous. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Where's the, where's the, oh, sorry. So I, I pretty much eat right, uh, left-handed. Well, I, I eat right. 
I eat a lot. I, I write with my left hand. I eat with my left hand. But if I need to throw a ball or something, I forget it. I'm I'm clumsy on the. Left. I can't scissors. I'm right handed. So you're right handed. <laughs> no, I'm left handed. I ever do. Every, I do most things left handed. Like you know, eat right. The key things you do are left handed. But I can't. And, and I can actually almost write with my right hand. I can't actually. I can write with my right hand. It's not I can't be, write with my it's, left. It's not going to be pretty, but I can write with my right hand. And I can. Uh, I my right hand's dominant. I mean, my right side dominant. I mean, dominant. Anyway, it doesn't matter. why are we talking about this? I, you brought it up. Anyway, I'm just along for the ride. He started to let his fingernails grow on his left hand when he was 14 after being told off by a teacher for accidentally breaking his long nail. She scarred him, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. Wait, scarred. <laughs> Uh, he's now 82, and he holds the record for the longest fingernails on a single hand. Chilal flew to the U.S. and had his nails cut off using a small circular saw at a local Home Depot. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, not what that's it not says. What it's no, it's uh, at Lowe's. At a, <laughs> uh, at a local ceremony Wednesday in New York, the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Times Square has put them on display. Oh, great. That's something I want to flop and see. Just how long are the nails exactly? The longest one is the thumbnail, which Guinness says clocks in at 197.8 centimeters or just about six and a half feet long. That's taller than both of us. When That's way taller than me. <laughs> maybe. That's you a full together, foot taller you mean, than me. You mean both of us together? No, no, I'm each six of us. Two, so if you add you in there, it makes us six three. That's funny. So uh, let's see. What else happened here? When this last is measured. absolutely ridiculous. When last measured, his nails a combined length of 909.6 centimeters. That's 29 feet, Good 10 inches. grief, man. About the same length as a London bus. That's a lot of waste coming out of your hands. <laughs> that's gross. Isn't hair and nails just waste? I don't know. I think, that's what I've always heard. My hair's not a waste. Yours, maybe. <laughs> Shalal's usual choice was, uh, to grow his nails out this long didn't. I'm sorry, his unusual choice to grow them out this long didn't stop him from leading a normal life. Right. Whatever. Yeah. The Ripley's Museum says, believe it or not, uh, he married, had two children, and worked professionally as a photographer. (laughs) How'd he click that thing? Uh, But the decision to grow his nails so long did take a toll. He cannot open his left hand from a closed position or flex his fingers, the museum says. So he messed up. Pretty much. Or something silly. Yeah, it's silly. You used to get a big check. Like if you were in Ripley's, believe it or not. Or, uh, well, you were in there. <laughs> I'm not even going there. Human elf. I was in the museum one time. So I guess I was in Ripley's. I, when I was a kid. We used to go to one in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, that's and, a good and, one. And you'd go in there and uh, they always made it so creepy. Do you remember the Haunted Mansion? Oh, yeah. That was a blast. No, not the mansion. It was like a, it was the haunted thing across the street from it, though. The it haunted like, mansion, it was called. Yeah, it wasn't really a mansion, but. Well, no, it was not, but it was called the haunted mansion. <laughs> but it, it's um, more like a haunted a room of a hotel. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Ripley's always had some cool illusion going on up front, like yeah. somebody in a yeah. crystal ball talking yep, to you. I remember or, that one. And the big water spout the water that was spout connected. Thing. And then for a while, they had like during the 70s and 80s, they had like an R2-D2 out front or something. Mm-hmm. Before I was, remember before that, Before it was too. cool to build your own. Yeah. Um, but anyway, oh, I'm sorry. Play that again. Oh, you want it one more time? Yeah. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Nice. I finally have my Starman. Yeah. Craig has 3D printed me a Starman, which I've been asking for ever since this. Maybe you should post a picture of it. I probably should. You're excited about that. I love it. Okay, top 10 most annoying things to hear in a song. 
Number, anything by <laughs> Nickelback. N- number 10, REO Speedwagon. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. That's terrible. Number 10, electronic noises. Isn't that what synthesizers are? <laughs> so this person, oh, and this comes to us from thetop10s.com, so we know it's right. Yeah. Number nine, layered vocals. No, it's not. I love layered vocals. 10CC, probably one of the. Queen. Queen, 10CC. Remember, I'm not in love? Yeah. Don't you forget it. <laughs> I'm not in love. But anyway, their, their whole beginning was all just layered vocals. It was beautiful. I love layered vocals. Uh, number eight. An overabundance of swearing. Yeah. How about any unnecessary swearing? I agree. That I mean, that's just, annoying to me. Yeah. All right. Number seven of the top ten most annoying things to hear in a song, an already used verse repeated for a third verse. Yeah, but got lazy, didn't write a third verse. See, I disagree with that. I, I do like a repeated third verse. They're saying repeating what you've already said. Yeah, like first verse, you repeat it again. That's not, first that's verse, not annoying. Same as the first. <laughs> Second verse, same as the first. Anyway, number six of the I can't quit sit still over here. My microphone's rattling. I'm so excited about this You just fix that thing, too. Top 10 most annoying things to hear in a song. Aaron Lindsay. No. Oh, no. Number six, beat drops. Like, like their headphones mean? pop off. <laughs> oh, your yeah. beats dropped. Yeah. No, that's beats dropped. Right. Beat drops. I don't know what that is. It's kind of, maybe it's like lemon drops. You hear somebody slurping or something. Uh, number five of the top 10 most annoying things to hear in a song. High-pitched vocals or whiny vocals. Well, that rules out the Bee Gees. Yeah, I disagree with that, too. I disagree with that. I'm a big Yes fan, and yeah. John Anderson's got a very high-pitched voice. Yeah. Well, maybe they mean something more like Bee Gees, but I don't really think that's... A, I don't think, you know... What about Michael Jackson? <laughs> Didn't get much higher than that. I thought he was in the room with me. It was so weird. <laughs> Number four of the top ten most annoying things to hear in a song. Talking. I disagree yeah, I with that, re- too. Well, I don't really like, and, and country songs used to do this, I don't like in the middle of a song going, you know, darling, <laughs> it's been a long time. That we've seen each other in a while. You've got to tell some stupid story. It goes on forever. So it's not like Run DMC. No, it's like, you know, they stop and they okay. tell some, narr- some, some narrative in yeah. the middle of the. Well, Elvis did it. I don't like it. You didn't like it when Elvis did it? No. It's Elvis, I, man. I, I don't care. I don't care. If, I don't really care for in the middle going into some dialogue in the middle of a song like that. Well, you got an attitude problem. I'm just trying to support. Oh, okay. Number no, four. Number 10. Uh, uh, not number 10. Uh, the top 10 most <laughs> annoying things here in a song. Number three, laughing. Well, I like the laughing at the beginning of Rio with Duran Duran. Yeah, Duran Duran's Rio. <laughs> yeah, the, well, it wasn't like that. That would just be creepy. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded like no effects for a second. I don't know what that was. <clears throat> number two, I think, should be number one. I agree. Oh, no, number one is number one. These two are correct. Yeah, but I, number two, number two is annoying. Auto tune. I hate it. The best thing to happen to someone who can't sing in forever. I, when I was working for Amazon, every once in a while they'd have music playing, and there's a lot of auto tune out there today. Apparently, yeah, well, tons. Uh, it's it, it's, it's annoying. Talent, it's a talentless world. <laughs> Extremely ignoring. Uh, ignoring. <clears throat> okay, anyway, number one, top ten most annoying things to hear in a song. Out of key singing. Must agree with that. Somebody sings out of key. That's pain. There was rap. It wasn't in this list. I like rap. Figured you would. I like rap. You know, I'm a music fan. I like music so of all sorts. So how does rap fit into that? <sighs> Run DMC is amazing. Beastie Boys. I don't know much of the new rap. I heard some Beastie Boys earlier on my phone. It was, pl- it was in my rotation. They had to fight. License to ill. For their right. They did fight until one of them died. Two of them are dead now. Two? Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, one of the original members. Oh, who yeah. Went in, the, in the trio. He was in the pop rock version. He counts, but he doesn't count, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that's a somber ending to the show. Sorry about that. Hey, don't forget to head on over to podcastawards.com and vote for Weird in the Adam Curry category and the comedy category. Yeah. And go ahead and start picking out your frame for that tattoo. Ugh.
so gross. Hmm. I got nothing. Well, good, because it's over. 